Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Minty, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mushko. Hey, can I kick it? Yeah, apparently. Pretty good one. Cool. That, that's what I hear. The, the legs are getting strong. Yeah? Which one I'm is working. the dominant leg? I'm working the squats. Do you, sw- uh, do the- you switch them out every once in a while, or no, is it the, just like... Definitely my right leg. Definitely your right leg? Are you like yeah. like the... Like the um, uh, oh, what's the the arm wrestling champions who just got that one jacked arm? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, when I used to hurdle, that was my lead leg. So, not just arm that? wrestling champions have a jacked arm. Just so you know. Oh, <laughs> speaking of jacked arms, that is Mr. Ry Patterson. Welcome to the show. <laughs> my right one is just a little too bigger than I'm comfortable. With. That um, yes. Sounds like it was probably a really gross joke. (laughs) Um, But no curse words, so I I, I kept it good. Um, Yeah, this is Felix Hergood. I'm back. I'm back. Thank you for inviting me again. Baby, you needed a baby in there right there at some point. I'm back, baby. I'm back. You're you're, You're back as Felix? Uh, did I say Felix? You did. did. (laughs) I'm so used to it. Yeah, this is Rye. Hi, I'm Rye. I'm right. Felix has been has been removed. <laughs> He's <laughs> no I, longer I on Felix the premises. For some reason. I was like, I'm Felix. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, well, I'm not. Uh, for those longtime listeners may know you as Felix. So for right, those, that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Mauer can't make it. Features can't make it. Baby Huey can't make it. Um, so yeah, that's it. There's <laughs> there's there's no story. Um, I believe they're all under Moshko's floorboards, but I guess we'll find out later. But well, until if hear, then, <laughs> if you hear the banging, just ignore it. Is that Huey or Mauer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we have plenty of things that we want to talk about, but I think Rye probably has the most intriguing topic. So why don't we at least? What do you want to? What do you want to talk about, Rye? I thought we weren't we talking about that first, or am I giving you a summary of what we're going to talk about? There it is. There it <laughs> okay. is. Boom. No, I just uh, I see a question all the time on the internet, um, or a statement, not a question. It's a statement that people make. More than one person has made this statement on my social media, and I want to see how you guys feel about it. And the statement is. The MCU died with uh, Tony Stark. Changed my mind. That's what mm. people on the internet say a lot. <laughs> well, well, oh no, they're they're they're, cha- they're channeling Stephen Crowder. Oh no, are they the guy <laughs> that's like sitting in front of the table on a canvas? Yeah, the, the, the the exact meme. It's the exact okay. meme. I've seen Perfect. people post it. Numerous people have posted posted it, and I have just watched them flow by in my social media feed, and have not commented. So I thought I'd bring it to your table. And com- talk about it here. So, well, don't you worry, Mosh- or, uh, Mauer's in those comments all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Moshko, what did you want to talk about? Oh, we have a bunch of things. I I want to get your take on Tales of the Walking Dead. We're a few episodes mm. in. Curious to hear what uh, you have to say. But there's also all these other shows we need to talk about. 
Yeah, She Hulk. Right. House of the Dragon. Right. Oh, yeah. Lots of stuff. (laughs) <laughs> That's better. But we also, look, there's some cool rumors for D23. Uh, apparently, the Thunderbolts team's been announced. Um, plus, we have the new Thunderbolts comic. Then there's a team announced there, so that's worth talking about. Um, but uh, why, don't we, why don't we just get the shows out of the way? What do you think? Let's, let's, start, let's talk She-Hulk. Perfect. So Sounds She-Hulk, good. episode two. Really, the, probably the most important episode. Because the first one was really good. I really enjoyed the first one, but I have a feeling that's where you're going to start finding people tapering off. right? They gave it a chance. They're, like, they're around for episode two, and then they kind of flutter away like, like in WandaVision. Um, so, curious, let's start with Mr. Patterson. What did you think of, uh, what, what do you think of She-Hulk in general so far? Uh, so, so, so far, I am, I, you know, like, I'm not going to fall back on the excuse that I see a lot of people posting that, like, the CGI is too uncanny for me and I can't sit in the uncanny valley. Like, I, I got over that, like, by the end of the first episode and I'm good. I did want to remark, though, that in this particular episode, for the people that don't like it, it was really bad. <laughs> so, the, the, this uh, episode. Spoiler alert. Had... Let me just, let me just throw that out there real quick. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched it, you know catch up even watch the new one we'll talk about that next week i would even say this spoiler alert for every show we talk about oh yeah Yeah, that might just be a blanket statement at this point (laughs) but uh sorry go ahead but i really like it because i when i was younger okay so (laughs) this story time no it just says a little bit about who i am as a person but i never actually bought a she hulk comic but when i would go through into a the comic section of like a convenience store or go to a comic book shop or whatever. One of my favorite, you know, during the the height of the eighties and the early nineties, one of my favorite comics to like go over and just kind of check out, you know, was the She-Hulk <laughs> because the art is a very attractive woman. And that's how they drew her during that time period. And I always, I was always fascinated by the character. And then I collected those Marvel trading cards back in the nineties and mm-hmm. I had the She-Hulk, multiple She-Hulk cards and, um, so I was really into it, and I was excited when I heard that they were actually going to make this because I also knew, like, way later that she was one of the first characters to do the fourth wall breaking, like Deadpool. That actually stems from what you were talking about before of young men who were looking at her covers. Specifically, they she wasn't selling well, so they uh, they had the <laughs> she started the talking artist, to you. The, <laughs> well, the, no, she started she started talking to the artist because the artist started putting her in skimpier outfits, and there was like one where she's just covered up with pages, and she's like, "Are we serious about this?" And they go, "We're about to get canceled." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's a that's a rough cover." Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, so- it's funny to hear you say specifically the reasons why it went down the road. The, the the reason why it failed was because I wasn't actually buying it. Um, I was just looking. Um, so that's a problem. But well, that's um, the, anyway, that's a lot of a lot of unfortunate. And this is something to go into your topic later. A lot of the characters we're talking about now don't sell very well. So that's why you're getting a weird kind of mix of people, fans and not fans. They're not like standard Captain America. Everyone's got an opinion. Not everyone has an opinion on Moon Knight. And you're going to get very angry opinions <laughs> from those who are. But the Mowers of the world who hold that character so tightly who aren't going to accept change. She-Hulk's seen enough that I feel like even not knowing her story, you know enough about her. Um, that's why I think it's been such a pleasant surprise with the fourth wall break. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've, that's my favorite part of the show, and I want more of it, and I think it's great every time it happens. And in the future, I really want a scene with her and Deadpool. It's going to be mm. hilarious. It's going to be wonderful. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it on the on the overall. So. Uh, Moshko, what did you think of episode number two? Number two. So I don't even remember it because it was so short. I mean, that's that's the first 
thing. Although we were warned about that. We knew, you know, these were going to be standard 30, uh, you know, a 30 minute sitcom, which is then typically, you know, 21, 22 minutes without commercials. The interesting thing about episode two versus, so episode one, was that even really necessary? Now, the reason I say that is because episode two is really what lines up where the story's going. Episode one was more or less, you know, the origin, fine. I mean, we kind of knew how she did, but no one else did. Yeah, what um, are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if you guys read this, but I was reading that episode one was actually episode eight. So Yeah, I did they, see. And they, they re-edited it and put it in the beginning just because yeah. everyone complained that they didn't have an origin story for her. And that's kind of why maybe it feels a little odd now that the second episode came out. Um, I did see that. Somebody did post that list, and it was like tail end of of everything was the name of episode one so they have jumbled those up so that's that's a fun fact for everybody uh more or less like the last two shows i'm interested in where it's going i'm not dying for thursday morning to come along even though like i mean <laughs> Menti, you know 5 30 maybe 6 a.m i'm shooting out text to everybody <laughs> yep that's how i, 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 keep that's how I wake up yeah. every thursday i keep it clean it's, it's either a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down or oh my god you have to see this um but that's typically when i watch it it's it's convenient that way but i i, I mean i it's interesting how you know she what she gets she gets fired from her normal job because she's now a liability and then the uh the lawyer of the defendant of that uh was it was it or no she the obnoxious just, guy no oh no the guy who hires her yeah, um, for his like super, you know, super division lawyers and or whatever. For it does a really good job for those scenes being somewhat comic accurate. Like they do a pretty mm-hmm. good job. Except, I mean, she passes out while falling on him in one of the uh, one of the newer versions of the uh, of the retelling of her origin. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like under earth. Uh, there's a lot of themes going on within it. You know, she needs to be the Hulk in. <laughs> at, I don't know. I I. What I will say is, so far, so good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm waiting it to see Sounds like they want her to be She-Hulk all the time because they're going to use her to market the brand. Of what right. She, right. And well, and in the comics, that's a whole big part of her. She finds it to be empowering, so that's why she never leaves the She-Hulk form. So you can see they've already set the, the stage for that transition in the character who doesn't want to be in the She-Hulk form to ev- eventually accepting that she is the She-Hulk. Oh, okay. That you know what I mean? Sense. Like so far, she doesn't. She just wants to have a normal life. As the mm-hmm. episodes go, she's going to be. She's going to stay green longer and longer because that's how she is in the books. She doesn't transform back. She mm-hmm. she can choose. She can do it anytime she wants, but she chooses not to. Now, do you think they're gonna they're kind of gonna kick that to the curb because uh, Tatiana Maslany would probably want to play herself more? Like they'd do it as a favor to the actress or maybe like make it more I mean, balanced. They That's probably I mean. also don't want to f- like pay for the money. You know what no, I mean? They don't want to pay the CGI, CGI. work. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They could easily. So they, you're, you're going to see a lot more of it, or at least she's going to talk more positively about it opposed to something that she feels forced to have to do. That's what, that's where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I would be I'd be shocked if that's not where it went. But I'll be you know what the funniest thing about this show? Because I really like her character. I think her character is outstanding, the way that they have her portrayed. She's doing a great job of getting the uh, a new younger audience to appreciate the MCU. I, a lot of these new characters, you know, the the fans can can complain as much as they want, but the Miss Marvels, the She-Hulks, and the Moon Knights did a great job of building fan bases outside of comic books. For the uh, the 
the fan base outside of comics, the comic fan base pales in comparison to what has already happened with two episodes to She-Hulk. There are more She-Hulk fans now after two episodes than I would argue have ever been for the comic. Yeah, it's kind of like what happened with uh, when Jessica Jones came out as a as a, t- a TV show on Netflix. Sure, hundred like percent. There was a ton of ton of people that came in and started watching it. Although to be fair, though, there's didn't watch. Yeah, there's not but, a lot of Jessica Jones comic fans. Like you're well, not. Oh, gonna, yeah, you're not gonna she find. She may show up in this show. Oh it's yeah, possible. no. I, hey, she has plenty of show fans, and the comics she's had comics. I just she's very much of a uh, a, a niche character. You really got to you know be in the know for her. Um, yeah, I would argue there's much, more back a, then. There's yeah, there's more. There was more of a show fan base than there were comic reading fan base. I don't now. think there's ever real. I think the comic fan base that exists now is because of the Netflix show. Because we all right. of us were like, "Who the hell is Jessica Jones?" When they first announced it, mm-hmm. none of us knew who the hell that was. <laughs> we're not, not big Brian Michael Bendis fans, apparently. Um, but my point being is, is that you know, comic fans are not as big not of a not as into this phase but regardless it doesn't matter because their support versus the support that they're gaining now the traction they're gaining with this new audience they're building doesn't matter <laughs> That's, it really doesn't this we've talked about this a long time ago of do you know superheroes in the marvel universe and dc do they need comics to survive and i argued back then that no they don't and i think they're proving it now every time one of these shows comes out I think the the con the necess- the necessity of comics is dwindling with every new D twenty uh, three announcement, because <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's become their marketing ploys now. Like most of the books, they're not really focused as much on the story or the the long storytelling form. It's more about you know short form, quick grab characters um, and advertisements towards other projects that they want to do, or sometimes even just social posturing. Uh, as an easier way to do it than through it, through it, uh, than through the MCU, and you're also mm-hmm. seeing like elements from uh, really popular TV shows that might not have even been canon comic uh, properties that were created just for the show. Those are then being like made into characters. Like for instance, the the transgender character on Supergirl. Like that Supergirl sure. had a, a big following, and now that character uh, Dreamer is getting um, her own comic. So it's it's pretty cool. Oh, mm-hmm. pretty cool. I think the biggest example of that is Diggle. Oh, Diggle, Diggle has his own comic. comic. Actually, to be fair, the biggest example of that of all time is Harley Quinn. But <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Diggle, uh, Diggle. No, no, it's not that he has his own comic. He's just now a comic character. He was just an Arrow only character until well, Arrow. It was because of an Arrow comic book. But Diggle has made his way into the the comics world. Oh, the the character is now like a staple, a part of the the. Not current, a, I'd never. I will never era. call them staples, but they've they've made appearances. <laughs> like he's, someone he's appearance. someone drew them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I forgot about Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn uh, debuted as a the in the Batman the animated series, and then they made her a full full comic oh, book character. That's something that we're going to throw on the list of things to talk about the Batman animated series. Did we talk about that? I don't uh, how it's trying to I find don't a think place we, to live. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did we talk about that last week? I don't think we talked about that either. We're throwing that no, in here. I think that came down again after we we posted. Yeah, we're this uh, for some reason last week. All of the best news happened right after we posted the show. <laughs> um, Ke- so Ke- Kevin Smith was saying that he think it would be really cool if Disney distribution picked it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I think funny. I think he's just saying things to say things at this point. Because come on, that's not never gonna happen. Never so gonna happen. On principle, I think the, the WB would go no. In, in defense of him, he was making a joke when he said it, but I, I think it's hilarious. 
Yeah, that would be. Uh, but it's it would be interesting to see where that ends up. Apparently, Apple's one of the front runners for it, and somebody else is a front runner for it. Who, who's the other one? Was it Prime? Uh, I f- not Hulu. Uh, um, I for- or it wasn't shoot. Peacock. I forget who it was. No. It doesn't. Still, I mean, I I love the idea of that at least surviving because that was the, one of the saddest axes that that came down over at WB was was hearing that show was gone. And I swear, the biggest the biggest the the biggest hurt I will feel is going to be Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, I, it's it's around the corner and it's going to. Did they hurt. axe it? It's it's rumored to be axed with uh, with Titans. It's Apparently, so the season coming out is the last season. It has so much heart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's, so it good. should not be as good as it is, and it's outstanding. I know, All right, I know. So, but for but you know what I'm most excited about for She-Hulk, and that's what I think She-Hulk is slowly turning into, is at least for like long-term comic fans, the ones that for uh, Mr. Patterson's thesis later on of uh, <laughs> the the MCU ended with Iron Man. Those fans are at least seeing the setup to what Hulk's big end is going to be because they're setting the they're they're paving the way for a, a re, return to planet hulk and well, world war hulk right now world with him war going hulk, back to sakar yeah. so if we find out that he has a kid then all of a sudden something happens where they you think the kid dies um and he comes back furious and the avengers have to take on the hulk and then the hulk either dies um or the hulk um or i don't know what you would have to do i guess you i guess he i don't i don't want to say he has to die but I feel like it's going to be really weird if he survives, <laughs> uh, hmm. but then have then then find out later that his son survived, and now you've got Scar, the Son of Hulk show for Disney Plus. Yeah, yep, that's around the corner as well. You can turn the Hulk into a whole multitude of franchises, but I feel like you have to get rid of the Hulk to do it, because you know his his contract's going to end. He's going to be done. Yeah, because he's I mean, the most un Ruffalo is the most uncomfortable of all of them. And he, he can't he can't keep doing it forever either. Like these actors are going to get old. That's what I mean. You're going to have to, and or they could they could rewrite it where he leaves back to Sakar. They could just write him out so he could ever come back if he wanted to. Like he could just go back to Sakar as the champion. Just write him out of the MCU. It would be it would be divisive. I think people would be would be mad, but you would at least have the option to bring him back as Smart Hulk or something, and just have Ruffalo well, come in for voiceovers. Isn't that where he's going now? Really. Maybe. Right. So then you have him come back because he thinks his son was murdered. He's, he's no longer in control. Hulk finally is the only one behind the driver's seat. He wrecks everybody. And then right at the last moment where you think he's going to kill Falcon Cap, he, he realizes his son's alive. And then boom, Scar's, Scar's, Scar's alive. He takes his son. He goes back to um, Sakar. And then uh, if they ever need to bring him back, boom, there you go. Or you bring Scar back and you've got Son of Hulk. I feel like who that's joins, where it's going. Who joins young young Avengers? Or yeah, something along those Avengers. lines. No, no, he was not a he was a short lived character. Of it, but they could not, do that for like they tried very hard to make him a thing, and it never really happened. But I mean, Moon Knight was never bigger than he is now. As as, as angry as that makes Mauer, you know what I mean? Like a character like that <laughs> has who has no real real like captain america-esque following that they can kind of revamp and do whatever they want with the son of scar son of hulk look dramatically different than he ever looked in the comics yeah because they they don't really have a, a fan base to offend yeah it's like steppenwolf in uh, the snyderverse you know what i mean he was who cared about steppenwolf do whatever you want to him nobody cared <laughs> <Still> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right right but you but if you would have done that to dark side people would have flipped out 
but Steppenwolf, right, right, eh, right. as long as he's as long as he got some horns on his head, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Give him that helmet or something like that. Yeah, could have been a better Dark Side. Uh, Dark Side was dope, and I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it either. Dark Side was great. You shut your mouth over there. We don't allow open dialogue on this show. <laughs> what's, your, what's your last name, Bot? <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's jump into uh, Game of Thrones because I refuse to call it House of the Dragon. House uh, of the Dragon. The, the last episode opened with the Game of Thrones theme, and I was confused. Which, <laughs> which, was I. A, which is amazing because they're like, you know what? We have this like million-dollar theme song. Are we seriously not using this? Uh, it's amazing. Every spinoff's going to have it. Watch, there's going to be two more spinoffs now, and it's going to have the Game of Thrones music. Uh, is the, On the is, first is, episode, is, I think it was sprinkled in it also, but it was like a it was a remix. Yeah, <laughs> no, there were there were uh, echoes of it. Yeah, they put it in mm-hmm. there. Um, but I was wondering if the guy who's doing the music is um, the guy who who did the music in Game of Thrones. Let me just look. I gotta say, Raman Dwadi is is the guy who did. Um, Game of Thrones music, so he—it's his choice. He can put his own music back into House of Dragon. <laughs> I mean, like, he can do whatever he wants, you know. The first episode was super interesting and intriguing, but I wasn't quite sold, and it didn't. It had a game, like it had a Game of Thrones candy coating to it, but I wasn't quite, you know, oh, I wasn't man, quite there. I totally was. And then, boom! Second episode, <laughs> I was like, oh, this feels exactly like Game of Thrones. <laughs> this, this feels, this feels like I'm, I'm back with old friends all of a sudden. They needed, needed that theme song to be popped yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> That's all I needed. Your palate, huh? That's <laughs> all I needed. A little nostalgia hit. There you go. You're, you're like, right. you tricked me into thinking this is Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. What's that yeah, dopamine? I, I, I thought the uh, I came to the end of the first episode and I was blown away by the, how it teased me to make me want to know about all these how it introduced every individual character and and set up the world for me. Um, I never once was like this isn't Game of Thrones because I I just saw the settings you know like I saw uh, you know shots of Queen's Landing and. And, you know, I just, my mind was racing about, oh my God, this is 200 years before all of the other things or, you know, like I was just caught up in the world and I'm like, um, but I was loving it. I don't know. And See, I'm still I don't, loving it. The first episode, because you kind of know Game of Thrones now after eight seasons of it, you kind of know what to expect. Like as soon as they introduce the king and I'm like, oh, he's a good guy. He's dead soon. Like, you know, you know, like I already know yeah. not to care about a lot of people. And oh, then well, I was like, oh, I figured out who our main characters are going to be. But the first episode doesn't really give you mar- many reasons to care about them because it's more about setting up the, the, the side players. Second, the second episode, she was outstanding. That's where she really shines, and I'm like, all right, now I know who I'm rooting for. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's going to be uh, – so the term that is used most frequently with prequels and why prequels are problematic is plot, plot armor. There's going to be a lot of plot armor in this <laughs> because you're going to know who survived, and you're going to know who, who didn't. And... Really? Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, when, you don't know when any you... of these characters since they're 147 <laughs> years before the Mad King. 172, wasn't it? Yeah. Even more reason that you wouldn't know who these characters are or what happens to them. No, but you didn't hear about this re- story. No, but if you're so, so this story wasn't. I thought this was based on a book called um, the House of Fire or Fa- Fire. Uh, uh, yeah. Fire and Blood. Fire and Blood. From, yeah, Fire and Blood. From what I understand, and I could be very wrong here, but from what I understand. It is. It's not an original story completely, but it is. It is unique in its own right. With George okay. R. R. Martin helping out to connect it to the original source material. Then never mind my statements. 
It might be. It, look, I could be wrong, and that could be the case. But that's from what I understand. It is. It's not that it's entirely unique because you will mm-hmm. find elements. But it almost like every Disney Plus show to the origin of the comic book characters. Like She Hulk is very uh, has moments where it's extremely like the comics, and then it has moments where it's very MCU y because the MCU has existed for so long that it has to have its own vibe and themes, and it's you can't ignore mm-hmm. ten years worth of filmmaking <laughs> and style yeah. choices and so on and so forth i mean there are, um, there are a few generations away from what we saw in game of thrones and be, really uh, all that we know great is, grandparents are what we're talking about it here. might These even be great, great i mean people people only live like you know 30 years, 30, yeah. 30 years whatever although apparently that's been skewed because when people were looking at that number of the 30-year lifespan, a lot of people were just dying when they were young kids, so it skewed the number, but that's oh, neither here nor there. That's, a, <laughs> um, well, that's an interesting factoid, Mashko. Yeah. I like that. I mean, the the point being, though, like the only thing we know is this wall's going to go up at some point, or the wall's already there, but we yeah. know this, this yeah. you know, the walker thing is the walker thing. Oh, I didn't <laughs> we'll even be think talking about that. that. So, like, we know that's going to happen because he told her. I didn't even wait. He talked about the fact there is no wall to the north. No, that there is, but he, he made said comments about this, the north yeah, being the, a problem. We, saw, we heard about the watch. The watch. We already know about the watch because didn't didn't that's where the gold cloaks come from, right? Weren't they the watch? Uh, well, they're well, the I mean, city they're the watch. watch. They're the city watch uh, for uh, King's Landing. I, all right, I don't so think I was they're thinking, the night I was thinking, watch. I thought that's that's what I thought he was referring to. Okay. Well, when right. he's um when that he's telling cool. <laughs> what's her name Renee Renaires her her name and the other the the queen who wasn't or whatever their name's too damn similar for me um but when he was telling her in that uh right in front of the dragon head at whatever point in episode one he was saying that there's this uh uh premonition or there's this history that's been passed down to him and now he needs to pass it down saying that there's this you know story of the um of of the um i can't remember what they're called (laughs) yeah but the, it's the a story first, of the, the first men and the and the people of the woods or whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever they're yeah. called. I, I don't remember. So they're but, anticipating this, and that's mm-hmm. why they need to make sure the land is strong. And that's uh, did all both episodes did both episodes pass the phone test for you both? Hell yeah, yeah. Twice. Did, phone I, test. did I look down while I was watching? <laughs> yeah, I didn't did look you? down once in either episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. that's that's signs of a great show. It's it's mm-hmm. working. We're intrigued. So yeah, I've I have a feeling that we have a long, wonderful Game of Thronesy road ahead of us, um, and and until they give me a new theme song, apparently it's going to be Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let it be. It has um, the same all right, composer. So might as well be. <laughs> let's uh, let's move into some of these D twenty three rumors. Um, so remember at, at San Diego Comic Con, we they they did the whole uh, phase six, phase five, phase five, phase five and phase six announcements, and we were like, wow, they left a lot of things off that. There was a lot of shocking moments, like Armor Wars. Like where the hell was Armor Wars? Isn't that supposed to come out like soon? <laughs> Shouldn't <laughs> yeah, there be six, footage of that? Six, phase six has all these holes in it. There was no spot. Even Phase out. five has some holes in it. I I have oh, a feeling Phase five is gonna no, but I have a feeling it's gonna move some shift uh, to like things are gonna shift over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, right, right. So here are the rumors, and again, big big R on this one. Here are the rumors on what apparently Marvel is going to announce at D twenty three this year. So uh, as I as first we were talking about Armor Wars, and I bet you we get a trailer for Armor Wars. I bet we get a full cast reveal for Armor Didn't Wars. Didn't start filming yet. Really? It starts in October. I th- oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Release oh, we'll, we'll at least get March we'll at least get, next year. 
Right. We'll get we'll get um we'll get uh concept art on stage maybe. A little bit more about the plot maybe. Like where mm-hmm. what direction it's taking. What how awesome if John Bernthal comes out? Because I still think Armor Wars because it's about it's about his tech getting really into the wrong hands. So. What if the wrong hands are the Punisher? And I that really would be amazing. So. Man, that do would, I hope so. That's wrong. <laughs> it's just that would so be incredible. Great. All right, Shang Chi two. That's another one. I was surprised we didn't hear about anything, but I I want to know where Shang Chi's story heads after this, and I want to know a lot more about the rings because their power set is enjoyable as they were. The more you think about it, it makes no goddamn sense, no, <laughs> no sense at all to how those rings work. They are rope when they need to be rope. They are a bubble when they need to be a bubble. They can they can snag things. They can punch things. They're, they you know they. I, I need to know where they came from. I need to know all that information. So we're Shang Chi two. Uh, on the, in our sites, hopefully we uh, we get a payoff for that that tease because that's really other than the tease, there's not much about Shang Chi that seems to be like an overarching thing, uh, except for something that uh, that I believe Moshko, you were the one who just said. <laughs> As uh, I look at you, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wonder Man. Yes, Wonder Apparently, Man. Apparently, we're gonna have some uh, some some crossoverage from uh, Wonder Man, which is apparently going to be announced. Uh, as well as Shang-Chi. Yes, yes. Uh, so this just hit the wire, I guess you could say. I think Hollywood Reporter is where we just saw it. Um, ben Kingsley it will apparently be making his MCU return as, uh, what's his name, Trevor... Slattery. Slattery uh, in this Wonder Man show. Or is it a show or a movie? It's a show. 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 Yeah, well, right. rumor. Rumor, we don't rumor. know. Yeah, we're, yeah, right. We're and uh, I think a couple of weeks back when we first started hearing all this stuff, we were talking about uh, Henry Golding. I still don't know if he was officially announced, but that's been the that's been the rumor and the name that's been floating around. He's uh, Rye's favorite uh, movie. He's a beautiful recently. man. He's a beautiful man from <laughs> uh, from Crazy Rich Asians. That's all I gotta say. I was mesmerized by both him and Gemma Chan when I was watching the movie. They, they, but that's... they both are beautiful people. <laughs> uh we will do we should do a full wonder man breakdown one day soon absolutely like yeah like i a don't think that's breakdown. in the archive no well because no who cares um well we, maybe we'll care soon i have a feeling that i'm hoping wonder man the series will give us the thor effect where you know i could care less about i, I know i piss people off every time i say this but i could care less about thor in the books until the movies came around so <laughs> the you know thor <laughs> um <laughs> So then uh, after Wonder Man, there is a, a, we don't know if it's a series or a movie yet, but a Nova project is apparently going to be announced. And I am super stoked about that. The human rocket. Go ahead. Uh, Wouldn't you just call it the Iron Man effect? Because no. Iron Man was not a popular character until the movie happened. Why would yeah, it but be I the cared, Thor effect? Yeah, but I cared about Iron Man <laughs> oh, in the comics. you cared about Iron Man. This I didn't care about Thor in the got comics because got growing it, up, got it, got it. We, in the 90s, we had stupid Thor named Thunderstrike. And then yeah, we, had yeah, mid, yeah. we had Midriff Thor, who was wearing uh, Tiffany's teal, and he just looked stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that was got the it. one that fought Shazam and should have lost. Trying to understand the Thor effect. Uh, just so you know, I got think it. the uh, actual name of that color is Gift Box. <laughs> gift so box, know. gift box blue. That, that's what Thor <laughs> decided to wrap himself in uh, and, and with a midriff. Um, all right, so 
Uh, the Nova Nova movie, we don't know yet if it's going to be Richard Ryder, the older Nova, or the younger Sam Alexander. But knowing Disney, it's probably going to be Sam Alexander discovering the Nova helmet in his garage and his mom telling him stories about his, his spacefaring father. Very similar to what we got to um, uh, Chris Pratt's character, uh, Star-Lord. So it'll, it could be a very cast, similar origin. In the flashbacks, they're going to cast Nathan Fillion as the older Nova. Is that the rumor? Oh, that's, that'd be cool. Yeah, his name did that's pop what I heard. up. We that's talked what about heard. that, yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> Rocket shows up in the Sam Alexander books as part of the reason that he finds his father's helmet and he learns about them. So that's a way you can bring Rocket back if he doesn't end up rumor dying in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, um, or you can tell you can make the movie take place before Guardians of the Galaxy three and still get uh, Rocket to come back for a for a quick cameo. Um, so that would be kind of cool. Um, like maybe maybe we should do that's what we should do after D twenty three. We'll do a Wonder Man and Nova breakdown so we can split the show up into two. Two mm-hmm. uh, two different breakdowns, I think, because I I love Nova, um, but he's he's the character that just kind of shows up. He gets his own book from time to time, but he's a spacefaring character that usually is involved in all of the the space epic kind of stories. Um, all right, then we are apparently getting uh, uh, not just. Um, What's it called? Uh, the Fantastic Four cast, but the director. And as we've heard, the director, there's some wild rumors about who that director is going to be. Um, who do you ho- who are you hoping for? Who do you think would be a good director? So, someone who does it well. Like? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. I'm Fantastic not Four, the, like uh, a cosmic. What's the name of the guy now that's rumored um, that's under like heavy, apparently has had heavy talks with the MCU guys recently? I can't think of his name. I'm checking that out right now. Well, I know the front runner that so many people want is still uh, good old Jim from The Office. I know uh, John Krasinski is still everybody. Uh, he he might to not direct be it the, or to be the guy. Well, both, to but he but there but a lot of people are saying if he's not going to star, at least have him direct it. Oh. Huh. And let's and it's not like he hasn't shown director. us that he can direct. <laughs> and he's good at a script. You know, he's not a he's not a bad guy to keep around. Yeah, both right. of his movies were good. I mean, I like the uh, the name on that guy is Matt Shackman, uh, who he actually directed a few of the WandaVision episodes, so mm. he's familiar with you know their processes. But apparently, he also left a Star Trek um, project that he was heavily involved in recently. Um, so either you know that's taking forever, and not going to happen, and he's like, I'm out anyway, or this uh, rumor of him being the Fantastic Four director is a pretty good one because why would you leave star trek you know right just imagine if you were the guy at paramount who got that phone call they did what come on we're trying over here (laughs) 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 is is halo 2 better yet no god man (laughs) (laughs) um and then we're also apparently going to get the halloween special we're gonna get a breakdown on uh got a lot more information about that werewolf Um, by night well, that's the rumor, but we don't really know. But yeah, probably. So we'll get a little bit of Jack Russell the, uh, and a story infamous for bringing Moon Knight into the, uh, the Marvel Comics world. Uh, and then uh, the big one, well, two big, two big ones left. We're going to get the cast of the Thunderbolts. So the Thunderbolts movie that they announced uh, and the, uh, the good old Deadpool 3, the one that I'm the most intrigued by. Deadpool 3 apparently is going to be announced uh, and apparently Ryan Reynolds is going to show up. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as a video cameo from somewhere as um well what is so okay this this is a pretty big list of things left off from from uh new york comic-con so if you take new york comic-con and this list merge them together what are you the most excited for 
I don't know yet. <laughs> it's too, no, I mean, it's, it's too lot. much. It's, 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 it's a lot it's a to, lot. you know, I'm still waiting on something about Punisher. You know, I'd love to see some talks about that. Uh, I mean, Bernthal, it, you're saying? Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd like to see them do something with the character and stay uh-huh. yeah, as yeah, yeah, in true general, to in source material as possible. Same here. Um, but you, yeah, you I know, mean, love to see Bernthal. You know what I'm okay with as well? Like an old grizzled Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with bringing Thomas Jane back. You guys can say what you want. What, what am I going to say? I loved it. Hello? <laughs> oh, I'm still, I'm still here. Um, for, for anybody who's watching the video, I don't know if we're going to do anything with video on this, but uh, yeah, my camera just shut off for some reason. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm around. You can hear me. I'll just keep talking, and then uh, I'm just going to look gri- for cues from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a grizzled uh, Thomas Jane, I wouldn't have a problem with. I, um, I, you know, he's been a, a fan of the Punisher pretty much his whole probably his whole life and uh then he got a chance to play him and then he even did he did uh dirty laundry later which was like mm-hmm. this post post pun his punisher movie um like a short and it was incredible and uh i would love to see him get a shot to play the punisher in some capacity mm-hmm. um because it was amazing. Uh, that movie was so yeah. much better than than people give give it credit for. Plus, has one of the funniest lines in a death scene ever. Why, why are you killing me? Why are you killing me? <laughs> why are you <laughs> Why are you killing me? Why are you killing me? Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? Do you ever hear the story about um, Dirty Laundry? No, no. Do you no. know why the logo looks different? Oh no, it didn't. Tom, Thomas Jane wanted to make a second Punisher, but the movie did not do well enough, so he wanted to prove that there was still an audience for it, and he, went the, oh, yeah. he, he made the fan film, but changed the logo enough so that Marvel couldn't sue him for it, <laughs> um, and, then, and then did it all himself. So that is, his, apparently, he like, well, not himself, obviously, he partnered with, with the production Hired crew, a crew to, yeah, to get it yeah. done, but he apparently is the, you know, is the driving force behind the reason why that fan film is, not only is it a thing, but it's one of the best fan films ever made. I yeah. mean that that is mm-hmm. a as a I'll put it in the show post if you've never watched it. It is a what like maybe ten minutes. It's a ten minutes yeah, short yeah, for really the Punisher with uh, with uh, Hellboy shows up. Who's in it? Um, what the hell's his name? Uh, the Hellboy uh, from Blade Two. Ron Perlman. Perlman. Ron Perlman. Ron yeah. Perlman. Yeah. yeah, Ron Perlman makes an appearance in that. It's so good. <laughs> Perlman's great. Um, all right, so then with the, the Thunderbolts announcement, we also got, apparently, who the team's going to be. So let's, let's uh, I don't know how I feel about the team. I know I figured most of the team, but some of mm-hmm. them were, I don't know. So Zemo, and Zemo has led the team in the past in the, uh, in the comics. So a couple times Zemo led the team. That makes sense. Uh, you got Yelena. Absolutely makes sense. Then you've got Ghost who I'm shocked is making an appearance, but that's interesting. Okay, so we got Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then we got Taskmaster, who's my least favorite in this list. Uh, but mm-hmm. maybe, maybe now well, that she's- change Taskmaster to be exactly. more like the Taskmaster you love. I mean, Now that she's that. freed, she can now have a personality. If they give no, her now, the- if, Now that they've read the comment sections. <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. They, absolutely, 100%. Because that, you know, that, and that was my biggest problem with it. You could have left Taskmaster as a woman and been fine. It was the fact that you just Deadpool you you Deadpooled her from X Men Origins Wolverine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like not, you took I'm all of the ta- fun aspects right. away that character. I'm not complaining that Taskmaster was a woman. Taskmaster oh, I'm not, say, been a woman. I'm not saying great. you are. Yeah. but I'm not no, saying but there you are. are people. The comments out there, half the comments are that those kind of jokers. But like, yeah. 
Uh, then we got Abomination, who obviously we're getting that set up now, so we can see how that, that pulls into it. And then we've got U.S. Agent, who is a no-brainer. Uh, and then, shockingly enough, um, Winter Soldier. I mm-hmm. think that's a good fit. I think that's a good one for this. I mean, because I was kind of expecting Hawkeye to be the one to, to lead the team like he has in the comics several times and about to again in the comics. They're about they're making a new uh, Thunderbolts team. But Winter Soldier is a good one. I, I, I kind of like that. The reason I believe that that's actually probably true, that he's going to be on stage with them, is because I think the, Cap- the Captain America New World Order movie is tied to the Thunderbolts movie. I think oh, that's a, yeah. You're probably right. You're probably yeah, and I, right. I think it's almost going to be like a the Thunderbolts movie is going to be like a whatever happens because Captain America comes first. Whatever happens in that, uh, you lead bleeds into whatever the conflict is uh, after with the Thunderbolts movie, <laughs> and uh, and I think that, you know it's going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier squaring off again. You know, mm-hmm. that be would be great. cool. Uh, yeah. oh, and then Titania is also going to be on the team. So Titania is obviously has a a bigger MCU footprint than we might realize as her influence herself. Um, I yeah. Here's the here's the thing with the influencer thing because this it pissed me off when they did it with Spider Man. It's stupid to ignore the fact that influencer is a term that we hear day in and day out. As much as we might not like the term, it makes sense for a character to be an influencer in the MCU in 2025. Is that where they're at? Yeah, they're supposed to be 2020. Where are they? I forget what the actual year is, but it's something that we hear on a regular basis. So why would we get annoyed when we hear it in the comic in the in the show? When they did it with Spider-Man in the comics, it annoyed me to tears when he had like the advertisement spots and stuff. But then you kind of realize you look at anybody's Instagram feed and you're like, all right, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, they they, no comment. (laughs) No, I I was going to say they they drop that kind of uh, that they drop that heavily into the Spider-Man Four game. You know, like yeah, that he, with, there's more with of speedball. a social media preference. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Moshko, I'm not going to accept that because this is an audio podcast where no we are supposed comment. to go back and forth. Why? What? <laughs> what are you saying? No, uh, whatever with the influencer thing. I don't like. I guess when when you think about Marvel, where they've been, where they're going with some of this stuff, like some a lot of it, like why now? Why now? Try to base stuff in reality when you haven't really done any of that in the last however many years you know saying that more so with like you know the netflix property yeah i could i look at that stuff and i'm like wow this stuff could be real why i don't know why interject that what i want to say though is with the exception of taskmaster and ghost who i don't really remember at all the character in the movie i have to revisit it this is all just a bunch of smart asses like this is a great lineup of characters yeah oh yeah and, and they're going to be and th- it's going to be the suicide squad that we never really got you know what exactly. I mean? It's going not uh-huh. not the suit, not James Gunn's, because James Gunn's was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. This is going to be what Josh was. Josh Trent, no, Josh Trent was Fantastic Four. Uh, David Ayers, David Ayers' yep. version yeah. of the Suicide Squad that we never really got. This will be that. Yeah, I mean yeah. the conversations alone between U.S. Uh, Agent Winter Soldier and Yelena are going to be incredible. Like I'll just yeah. watch them in a room. I, they don't even have to beat up stuff. <laughs> It should be fine. Yeah, and I think they, I think they had to because of the the death of uh, William Hurt. They had to bring in Abomination. It just made sense. Like, mm. uh, I mean, maybe they're gonna. Oh, you're it saying because... that you really think that was supposed to be Red Hulk? I don't think Red Hulk was ever supposed to be there. Oh, never? you're saying? Oh, I I just doubt it. I doubt they would bring him in, especially with the plans they have for the Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. Does Abomination ever? 
Sid in, on that team in the comics, or not that I'm a no. Well, he might have, but there's been a lot of iter- 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 uh, iterations of that team. <laughs> right, right, right. Like speaking of which, in the comics now we've got Hawkeye, Clint Barton, we've got America Chavez, Spectrum, uh, a Alves, Altrez, Power Man is the younger Power Man um, that got his powers from Bullseye. Like Bullseye calls explosion, he got powers, and he essentially mm-hmm. hates the heroes for hire and named himself after Power Man. Um, then you have Persuasion, who is the Purple Man's daughter, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then you have um, a character named Gustin Glory, who we don't know much about. But uh, it, it, but the fact that Hawkeye has been on that team multiple times in the West Coast Avengers. So, yeah, so the team rotates, and the, the, which means they have a lot of flexibility if they want to do a Thunderbolts 2 movie, you know, because they could have a different lineup for that one. Zemo was the leader. But so is U.S. agent makes the most sense as the leader, but then you have Winter Soldier on the team who's going to definitely be the leader. <laughs> like, unquestionably, it's going to be Winter Soldier as the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. And he'll also be the one wouldn't, to defect from the team. Wouldn't the leader... It'll be Winter Soldier versus them. That's what it's going to be. That's the movie. <laughs> wouldn't the true leader, though, be uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus? I oh, yeah, the absolutely. Like, well, she's yeah. probably going to create the new world order after Thunderbolt. So going to what Rai said, because that's an eye-opening thought, is that Thunder her plan of is going to come to fruition in Thunderbolt, and then they're going to and then Bucky's going to realize what the hell he just did, and then that's going to be the sequel is going to be Captain America. Like you got to suit up. I just I just handed the world over to Hydra. No, but I think in in actual chronological time, Captain America comes out first. New world order. Oh, it comes does. Out first. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, it's it's. I think I think you know who knows it could change, but it, I think something's th- that that's going to happen in Captain or, America and the conflict of that. Yeah. So yeah, that or, movie then or, ends with this team coming together exactly. to then that's what to then saying. fight the fact that they just gave the world to Hydra. So it'll be Secret Empire, but instead of it being Captain America, it'll be um, it'll be this Thunderbolts team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, cool. It's a cool idea. I'm, I'm, I dig it. I'm into it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump into to Mr. Mr. Patterson's topic here. Let's you hey, so you, you believe doing? or you're seeing online a lot of people say that the MCU died with Iron Man. Let's let's go so into it, that. So yeah, so it's we we also have a mutual friend who's younger than us. Uh, our our friend uh, Chloe, right? Um, so she also has sent me statements, you know, saying like I think the MCU died with uh, with uh, Iron Man. And I feel a lot of young people who were, uh, I'm not going to say young people because I don't even know if Gen Z even has a foot in this game with any of this stuff. Like, I'm not really sure if Gen Z's even on board. I talk to younger people all the time. Are you an MCU fan? Do you know what the MCU is? And they just, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, they're, they're on a whole other thing. Um, so that being said, um, a, a while back, I read that Steven Spielberg had made a statement about superhero movies. It was kind of a cynical statement. He said, I saw the rise and fall in my lifetime of, of the Western. The Western grew up. He grew up with the Western. The Western was the hottest thing. They made Westerns all the time. And it, it slowly declined in the 70s. And then the last hurrah was really like the movie Unforgiven that won all these amazing awards in 1990 or 1991. Mm -hmm. And at that time when it won all these awards for being a a great Western, everyone was shocked that, that it happened because everyone said the Western was dead at that point. Um, And since then there's been some things that have been made throughout our, you know, our, our, my youth and into my adulthood that were good Westerns. Um, but the Western at the height it was in the 1950s and 60s is no longer. So Steven Spielberg made a statement. 
I saw the, ri- the rise and fall of the Western, and my guess is the superhero genre is going to do the same thing. It's going to go through the same uh, rise and fall. And the question I'm, I'm, I'm posing to the team tonight is, are we looking at the beginning of the end for the superhero genre on whole with all of these people, with A, Gen Z not really caring, B, millennials getting frustrated that this isn't doesn't feel like how the ten years of the MCU felt, you know. Um, well, where are we? It can't What'd feel the same. It can't feel the same. That's the whole point. It's got to be That's different. The point. It has to be different. And the problem, I think. Look, this phase, love it or hate it, this phase is definitely going to be a uh, a brown smart uh, brown smudge on the on the MCU's long um, you know tenure, we'll say. But it's. We knew that going into it, and we continue to hear about how the whole point of this phase is dealing with the events of Endgame and setting up what's next. And it's doing that every single time it releases something new. So it's doing exactly what it said it was going to do. So I, I, don't, I don't understand the, the frustration. It it's not as it good. Does, to me, it doesn't seem much different than the first, what was it, five movies of the, the phase one, right? When... when we didn't really know these characters that, you know, you made the arguing point earlier that Thor was a completely obscure character in the comics that you didn't care about. Iron Man, you did care about, but a lot of people didn't even know who he was. I know for a fact that I didn't even really know, kind of, I knew Iron Man, but I don't even know if I knew who Iron Man was until Robert Downey Jr. gave him a face, you know? So like, like there was a lot of insurity in phase one. And yeah, but it was the also only like difference. Two, well, it was a couple of years took a couple years to get through a phase now that's what now i'm they're, saying that's... now they're they're slamming you hit every week and a half there's a new seven hour miniseries that you got to watch plus there's a three-hour movie on the way but but there was variables that happened in this as well which was there was a giant pandemic things got pushed back people didn't get marvel content for what two, was it a year and a half or two years like yeah, and then we got black right widow. after they finished <laughs> well no before black widow came out how many years had passed like from the end what was 2000 when did black widow come out 21 it was two mm-hmm. years right oh, i thought that was wasn't that in 2020 it was march it was in 20, of last been. year i don't know man was the it? last two years have been a blur blur this is what i'm saying like there was there was marvel intentionally taking time off they said that they were going to take some time off to like mm-hmm. rebuild the new story or whatever after they finished endgame and then then a pandemic hit so there was this, all this time where people had time to think you know, or people had time to watch other things and get away from superhero content. And I think that kind of ha- that, that had an effect. It took, it took a hit on uh, people's fandom and, and, and what they cared about. Um, but, but I, you know, I largely think that we are in the, the beginning, like the first act of the next big epic thing that they've now named. They named it the multiverse saga. They give it a name. They told us that there's going to be conclusion movies, you know, like to me, this is all still set up. This is all just, all this is, is set up for, for (laughs) X-Men. That's all. Everything you're seeing is a stretched out pull towards the revamping the entire universe. The X-Men is now officially a part of it. But do you think at the end of that, when the reveal happens, when they go, hey, it's all happening, that they're going to have fans left to go, that's amazing. (laughs) They're going to have us, but like, you know. I don't think the core MCU fan base is going anywhere. Anywhere. 
They've they're they've look. I'm still watching The Walking Dead because I invested that much time into. You think I'm gonna stop watching the MCU stuff all of a sudden? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and I know how bad that show is, but but I still turn it on every time it comes out. Hold on, though. But when the when the show evolved and they said, "Here's this new thing called Fear the Walking Dead." You have been adamant against watching that show, right? Yeah, because I watched it and it got bad, and then it killed it anybody I liked. Get, and I'm like, it got better. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Here, <laughs> look, it's I, I, here's 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 the thing, gents. If something has to get good, screw oh. it. <laughs> if I have to watch seasons of trash to get to something good, I don't care about it. Our good friend Josh Weiss used to say it all the time. He's like, if I have to take time to figure out whether I'd like it, it's trash. <laughs> I'm just like, you, that's a, I don't know. You're, as, as a content creator, Rye, you understand how bad that is as a model to have. Hey, don't worry. It gets good. That's it's, how it's I'm good. selling this show. <laughs> my, favorite television, my favorite television show of all time, the whole first season, is the worst of television I've ever watched and that's Breaking Bad because Walter White is the worst character ever in that first season we hate him he's terrible he's a horrible piece of sh- 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 stuff <laughs> he's a horrible piece of stuff and you know like like you don't get to like Walter until he starts becoming a bad dude and then you don't really even know if you'd want to like him <laughs> that's <laughs> I think that's subjective but sure yeah yeah it, it, I, I mean, I just didn't like that first season. I just... I, I think that's subjective. Like, I, I love the first season. <laughs> barely didn't even watch the second season because... Well, then that's, season. again, super subjective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. so the fact that you stuck with it is a power that you possess, but with the amount of amazing content that exists, why should I give you a season of trash to get to one... To start for to start enjoying it? I got to take seven hours out of my time to get a backstory of garbage so you, to understand where it gets good? No, 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 no. That's not so, how this works. You have too much competition to do be releasing season after season of garbage. So tell me, Menti, right now with the multiverse saga, are we in the early season of trash? Is uh, that where we are? I can see why Mar- some some Marvel fans say it's trash, but I think it's silly. I think the problem right now is that you, they are focusing on characters that have not really had a a big. They don't have. They have an audience, but they don't have a big audience. None of these characters, like, they created big audiences out of Iron Man and Captain America and all that. These characters are, are nowhere close to, the, to the, the, the notoriety of those characters. And they have niche fan bases. Where are you on everything, Ramashka? I want to see the new stuff. But it mainly movies to, or just mainly movies. Shows. The, the shows are, well, good in most respects. I, it's not giving me enough of what I want, and what I want is <laughs> not what we're getting. That's the easiest big like, story way to moves. Is that what you mean by what you want? You want big story moves. I want I want this to progress to the next big story. Yeah, move. I I think with, you're kind of going back. Oscar's to what not you were, really a you're not a crossover uh, big story kind of guy. Like you, that's not really your thing. It's it's not. But knowing what we went through and where they're going and the way disney produces the stuff like we know everything's going to be tied together so there needs to be some of that and yes i really want just the solo story but that solo story could also tie into things i think when we when we talk back or when we think back to the pandemic and like disney was the only real content like we weren't getting really any other options or other movies and i think that's why you're hearing and seeing all these reports of you know people being upset and uh 
you know, the genre is dying. It's because it's really the only thing out there. Like what other big time movies do we get over the last, you know, year or two? Top Gun. Like that's, that's it. I, I can't even think of any other like big time budget, you know, big budget movie or anything like that. So all the people who would maybe Jurassic Park, Uncharted. I mean, I feel yeah, like garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> oh, sure. I didn't but watch Jurassic big... Park, but I garbage I, and I didn't watch Uncharted. <laughs> But I didn't want to watch Uncharted because I played the video game and I thought that that I wouldn't have a I, I wouldn't have. A Why? Fair. Why are you here? <laughs> it's the best sound clip of right. Rye you'll yeah. ever hear. <laughs> yeah, you, can, I don't, you might hear me. You might hear me say that same sound clip when I'm watching that movie because they made made a bunch of bad decisions. That suck. <laughs> <laughs> can I? My point being, we're getting thrown all of this superhero content. I mean, Samaritan came out recently. That movie was supposed to be out, I think, like two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And that's based uh, on a comic book, or is that just out of the blue they made it up? It's a superhero movie. I don't think it's based off of anything other than what it's came out like of Stallone's head. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't read into much about it to understand the history of it, but I'm pretty sure it's just a standalone script that was made. Yeah, that's refreshing. I'm, I'm, I want to watch that now. I watched it. I mean, but it's, it was like, eh, it's, but still, it's oh, superhero content. You know, like, there's you know no other option for us. What I think huh? could have fixed this is because if you're talking about fatigue, that means you're, you're browbeating people with content, right? It's just so much content. Superhero over and fatigue. Over. Yeah, that's the, so yeah. that's the what we're talking that, about. The, yeah. Right. So yeah. if you know how you, you know how you, at least I think you should have fixed it, is you turn TV shows into movies, you turn movies into TV shows. You take something that's seven hours like Miss Marvel, you turn that into a great movie, cut out all the flub, make a great Miss Marvel movie, boom, you've now established her as a character. Multiverse of Madness, of Madness on the other hand, could have used an eight-part miniseries where we actually tumbled through the multiverse. All of that little short sequence where they were just uh -huh. flying. What if those were all episodes where they were in different areas of the multiverse trying to figure out how to keep it from collapsing and we're seeing different yeah, multiverses get crushed as they go episode to episode? Like Loki was a good example of what a show should have been. But yeah, these Loki these origin good. shows, Moon Knight, cut out the flub, make it a movie. Yeah. She-Hulk, we'll see, but cut out the flub, make it a movie. It just, Eternals, make it a show. Stretch I have no evidence out. to prove this, Menti, but I, I definitely felt when I was watching both Moon Knight and Falcon and the Winter Soldier that those were probably originally movie scripts that they converted into TV shows. Yeah, like Falcon and the Winter mm, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was a lot they were trying to accomplish. I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a is a rough one because it could have made a movie, but uh, what do you cut out of that? Like, there's you'd have to cut out full storylines to for that yeah. to make sense. You know what I mean? Like the, the other shows, you, there's enough fluff that you could cut it out and make a really tight, great movie. Uh, and then and then you can actually put a lot more effort into the actual special effects. It's not going to be TV tier special effects. It's going to be what people have come to know and expect um, from the, the movies that they're used to. And it sets these characters up in a way that people would, I think, appreciate them more than they have on Disney Plus, if that makes sense. So Multiverse of Madness as a, as a miniseries, like World War Hulk's probably going to be, would have made more sense. Eternals as a miniseries would have made more sense. And uh, then Eternals so should have been like a Game of Thrones well, then, and show. Then we're not getting smacked over the face every month and a half or, or even quicker with another seven-hour miniseries. You know what I mean? We would have you would have dramatically cut the amount of, of, of product coming out, but you would have upped the quality quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, Is that a good idea. Yeah. That Moshko's giving me a face. I don't. I'm, I'm, I want to hear. What no, Moshko I'm just. Has to say. I'm just thinking of everything. <laughs> everything you're saying, and then everything that's coming out, and it's not even like you know. You mentioned fatigue. Like I'm exhausted just thinking about how, the time that I'm going to have to spend 
with a lot of this stuff. Oh yeah, I don't think about that. Guys, like Deadpool three here. I haven't until just now. (laughs) Should Deadpool three be a movie or a show? I want it to be. I want it to be a movie. I don't want it to be a TV show. I think it should be a show. I'm honestly not interested. Oh, you want it to be a show? Yeah, I think because look, I've seen two Deadpool movies. I would love a full eight hours of Deadpool exploring the the MCU. That's way more intriguing than trying to cram that into a short film. I've seen uh, Falcon and the Winter. There's not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I've seen um, Doctor Strange. What I haven't seen is the multiverse. You know what I mean? Like the things would that you're Ryan trying. Would Ryan Reynolds be, be be willing to go back to television? Uh, the the amount of money that he's being given, yeah, uh, yeah, he would do it. He's making a soccer show as we speak. Yeah, he'd do right, it. Right, right. He is making a television <laughs> show right now that I'm watching. Um, so, yes, I do think, and I, but I think that's, people would be more invested in long-form television if they're characters that they've always known and loved. That's why, I mean, that's why Loki worked. Loki was, I loved Loki. I loved WandaVision too. Those are my favorite two of the MCU shows to this day. Hawkeye, so you think another prime example. Five. Staying with Hawkeye was better than it would have been a movie that would not have worked as a movie but it worked as right. a show like getting to see these characters in a new medium and long store for me tell uh, long form storytelling would be interesting these characters that we don't know yet could do better in a movie cut the fluff out do you, do you think by phase five we're going to be in better shape because everyone's going to know these characters from phase four and then they're going to be coming back i think once up. fantastic four is introduced i think everybody will be back on board I also think that um, this is there. I think they're testing the waters because, like, to be fair, who's ever done this before? Who's ever made a connected universe into this degree with television and movies and podcasts and all sorts of nonsense? So you all of a sudden have all of this stuff, all of this content, cruise ships, and they're cruise, cruise ships. ships. <laughs> they're throwing they're, they're throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks, and then by the end of the multiverse saga, they streamline it. Once the X-Men roll out, they want to have this down to a science because there's so many mutant shows that we're about to get. Dude, the whole mutant landscape is about to be gigantic. There's going to yeah. be Krakoa shows and Genosha shows. There's going to be Xavier Mansion shows. There's going to be Jean Grey school shows. There's going to be New Mutant shows. There's going to be Excalibur shows. There's going to be X-Factor <laughs> shows. There's going to be X-Force, 17 different versions of them. And all these X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, X-Men Red, X-Men Turquoise, they're all going to be there. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Exhausting. Bo- something, something Box Blue. What was it? X-Men, X-Men Gift Box Blue. <laughs> Mauer, uh, sorry. Uh, Did you just call me Mauer? I called him. Did you Mauer. call Moscow Mauer? Oh no! Vape <laughs> oh, you! No! Vape you! Vape you! No, Ramoshko like is. I can just see his face. He's just washing all the colors, just washing out. Well, uh, to be fair, a lot so of people much. are at this point. Yeah, but you, but at the same time, you're excited for what DC's going to do. So it's not that you're you're burnt out on M, on Mar on superheroes. You're burnt out on MCU. Yeah, you're excited for Joker. Yeah, yeah. So am I. Yeah. I so, mean, I'm so. What argument can you make? That it's <laughs> that's. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of people would make the argument that it has nothing to do with the comics. <laughs> Except for except for now it does. It actually was just put into a comic for its first time. So suck on that, Moscow. <laughs> you, you, I threw that softball at you. I, I love you know. that. Oh, that, oh the, gotcha. the, Sorry. <laughs> well, for first, you guys don't know this, but I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan. So the fact that she's 
in there and oh man oall. oh my god I'm I, so yeah. excited. I really wish Mosh Mauer was on Mauer. the show this this Mauer, Mauer it, had right? a field day no Mauer, what did Mauer, hold on Mauer actually wrote something for us to, to read to you oh what was it oh, what no. did he say what to me say? or to yeah specifically he said give him give him my sense my give him my statement that's right he said about what did you what, did, what was it about the did the MCU kind of jump the shark what did I say your topic was? That's right, it did. You don't know you weren't a real comic book fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a little, little harsh. Me, me and him had a debate on Twitter at some point about, like, re, you know, real comic fans or something like that. Oh, my yeah, God. We got to get him off the internet. <laughs> we have to Who, get Mauer off somehow. The internet or yeah, Mauer, we got to take, take Mauer off the internet. No, you're fine, I think. I, he, didn't, he didn't make me mad. We were just debating no, on Twitter back and forth about stuff. We're concerned for his well-being because he spends so much time in the comment section. Is just v- vehemently angry. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I've been introduced I, I to didn't all... make him him mad. I was just like, <laughs> I was just challenging him. He's introduced He's... me to a lot of different pages because his comments always show up. And <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, why is this all sudden being wrecked? Oh, Mauer's yelling at somebody. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I uh, surprisingly, I mean, despite Mauer's, uh, you know you know perpetual like uh obstinance you know like he just likes to like to just be a guy who argues about things him and i have in terms of like the comics that we love and the things that we love we have a lot of similar interests um there's we just approach all the things that we love completely (laughs) differently Um, well that's mauer's whole thing we it's a joke on the show now that whatever we don't know where mauer actually is we have no idea where Mauer's going to fall on any question. You might think you know, but you're going to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He's a he's an original dude. An enigma, that man. He's an enigma. An enigma. Maybe he's just right down the center on everything, and he just waits to hear what we say, and then automatically goes with the opposite. I, it's felt I that way sometimes. It has wouldn't felt put that it past him. <laughs> wouldn't put it past him. It's like, is Rye going to like this? Well, I'm going to hate that shit. <laughs> I, but right to, to 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 button up your your topic here i don't think the mcu is going anywhere i think no. the people who are mad about the mcu are the are this are the loud majority or loud minority that loud are online minority, yeah. because they're still making so much money the, the only thing that isn't that the verdict isn't in on because is the gen z people because they're young now they're like yeah, below 10 years on, old and, and they how get much older. time are you how much time are you spending on tiktok like how old how old go, are your little, go to your t- little go brothers to t- how old are your um, little brothers? Well, they're yeah, they're ones in high school and, and the other ones in college. high school now, and then the, the other, other ones one... in college. Oh, okay, but so they're grown my, up now. But but my niece <laughs> is going out. My niece is going out as Gwen Stacy for Halloween, not Spider Gwen, mind you, Gwen Stacy. Oh, okay. She, and she knows and who the that other is. Ones, the other ones, yeah. Like, the other ones going out as Miss Marvel. Yeah, Spider. She grew Sherpa, up she, like giving. She her grew up loving Spider Gwen. Okay, fine. So, but my point is, is I have you don't Spider Gwen, uh, Spider Gwen one through five. I bought them. So uh, there are friends, there are mutual friends that we have that you would never think would be Marvel fans who are now diehard Marvel fans for certain characters. Miss She Hulk has risen to the ranks real quick because some of the like, for example, uh, Captain America doesn't f. Since I'm gonna try and bite my tongue here, that whole yeah, joke yeah. from the first episode is legitimately a response to a TikTok trend. Oh, is it? Uh, what was the go on? Go on TikTok and start searching. Were, Where, that that whole he, him, them saying he doesn't. All your info. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a whole different story. That's a whole other kettle of beans. But go on Instagram Reels, <laughs> who will also steal your information. But Yo, they have a they have a very similar thing. Did you guys notice what was on her uh, her phone screen? In yeah, his ass. Two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> America's ass. Oh, that's a that's a we got to talk about that at least just to throw it into the tail end here for a second. Uh, Wolverine. Ah, <laughs> tail end. Wolverine, 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 Wolverine. What was the Wolverine drop? Wolverine. Wolverine on the newspaper that she was reading. Uh, man with claws or something. Yeah, man with claws fights in bar. Whoa! Didn't even yep. see that. They I gotta talk go about back and rewatch. That. And they brought up what's his name? They brought up uh, the Eternals. They brought up Tinicum coming out of the uh, ocean. Was, was that I did see. I did see that. No, I saw not, that, was it I, missed, I missed the uh, Wolverine reference. That's amazing. Well, if you if you saw one, you so while it's you were right reading about it. one, you didn't read the one above it, which is there was the same sh- screenshot. Yeah, it was just quick. Um, the the well, I mean, the existence of a Wolverine coming into play, or all X Men in general, was I thought it was really cool in Falcon and the Winter Soldier when we saw Madripoor. Basically, you know, like that got mm-hmm. introduced as a setting. Um, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. Oh, it's not, it's nowhere near Tinicum. It's, uh, why was, where was, where's Tinicum? Why there is a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean. That's I don't know. There's a whole lot of associated with the show. Tiamat, the communicator, communicator, something like that. Something like that. Today, Junior. All right. All right. Well, then on that note, I'm going to wrap, wrap, wrap up the show. Uh, you can find uh, Welcome to Fireside everywhere on that line. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, you can also head over to Moshko Collects. Uh, you can get some shirts and some merch over there. Plus, Word. buy yourself an action figure while you're, you know, treat yourself. Uh, and treat then, uh, once again, I'm Menti. I'm Moshko. What he said. <laughs> and this is this is rye like bread. <laughs> <laughs> what if her name was Marble? <laughs> yeah, rye like Marble. The ca- like the countertops? Seated Rye. That's that's my name. Seated Rye. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, take it easy, everybody. <laughs>